0: you are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome to the Halo Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. I'm joined here, as always, by my good friend, Eddie Simpson, and we are brought to you by the wonderful people at the Diamantina Podcast Network. Eddie, how are you?
1: Punners and dribblers, it's an absolute pleasure to be here with you today as Ed, a champion.
0: Champion. Now, we will get to that. Eddie's had a, he's, he's reached championship status, mm. uh, legendary status. Mm. Correct, correct. Correct, correct. Um, So we will have to find out how that all has come about, Eddie, how you have achieved greatness. But before that, I think we probably should just give the punters and the dribblers a little bit of an insight into what we're going to be talking about on the show today.
1: Now, punters and dribblers, you might be sitting at home going, well, it's February, boys, so you you surely don't have much to talk about. Worst, Worst
0: month on the calendar year for sport.
1: That would be sort of correct, but not entirely correct.
0: Well, not when you're us. We always find the good bits.
1: We always find the good bits, and this show... No different. Uh, We're kicking things off with cricket because I don't know if you've realised, but it's the biggest winter in living memory for cricket, Ashes and World Cup. So the boys are back in Sheffield Shield and trying to get their spot on the plane to England.
0: It's been a great uh, – well, it's been a very impressive performance from a couple of, uh, of of Australian batsmen that are all within the mix for Test Selection, Ashes Selection. So we're just going to go through a couple of those scores with you, for you, together, and sort of just work out where we sit on all of those who's a real chance, who's not, who's a pretender, and who's really there for the big deal.
1: Todd Carney, he's got some demons, though.
0: Obviously got some demons. We've all got demons, Eddie, but um, – is this a, a urinal-based demon that he's got to face?
1: So we're going to extend a hand.
0: We're going to extend a hand, help him out. Uh, do our
1: very best to get him back on his feet.
0: Correct. Get him back pissing.
1: Uh, and we finish off the show uh, with with a light mm. and with a VB.
0: Yep. And that's all we'll say. Uh, quick shout-out before we do get into unbridled sport. Eddie, uh, if you aren't aware, we did... Uh, We did manage to sit down with our friends Clancy and Errol of the Batuta Advocate, sat down on their podcast the other day to talk NRL scandals.
1: Found ourselves in a Batuta, thought we'd jump in.
0: Thought we'd swing by. Mm. Um, Wonderful fellas, friends of the show, obviously beers soon, fellas. Uh, But if you haven't, do head over to their Instagram podcast channel, however you do that, and uh, go and check out Sport Times Batuta Advocate. It's a hoot. It's an absolute hoot. And that's not understating it, I don't think. I don't, uh, no, not, not at all. A hoot, I think that's more than... Fair. Overstating it, I mean. No, it's not understating it or overstating it.
1: It's just a hoot. It's a hoot. And if you know what a hoot is, then you're going to enjoy
0: it. You're going to get around it. So
1: go over and listen to it. Enjoy the hoot.
0: Now, Eddie, I think it's important to remind the punter Dribbler as we continue with this podcast that the month of February is the worst month on the sporting calendar for sport, right? So when it comes to doing a sports podcast, yeah, you're really not, you're, you're left, there's a dearth of, of meaningful yarns to talk about.
1: Not a whole lot going on.
0: Now, obviously, coming up this uh, this winter, Eddie, we've got the most important winter of our, of our young lives, ageing lives. Uh, we've got the Ashes and a World Cup over in England.
1: It couldn't be more important. There couldn't be more on the line, and it's the most important uh, winter of cricket in living memory. In
0: living memory, and we uh, our batting lineup hasn't exactly been locked down. Oh,
1: it's a long fucking
0: way from being locked down. Other than a couple of boys, we're talking Test cricket here as well. Pundits, dribblers do know that, but. Thought it was interesting, Eddie, that the Sheffield Shield this time of the year, there's about four rounds to go, I think, could be more, do your own research, and they're playing with the Dukes ball, the English Dukes ball, Eddie. So for the uh,
1: the uneducated, they've started playing the second half of the Sheffield Shield season, that's the second half after the Big Bash League, obviously it's been pushed back fucking near to March because of the length of that. Um, stupid competition. Stupid competition, as we touched on last week, but they play with the Duke in the second half, and they do this to get ready for the Duke
0: because the Duke is the ball used in England. That's right. Swings a little bit more, does a few, acts differently. Stays
1: harder, longer. Yeah. Uh, nips about. Uh, a, 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 according to professionals, Tom, a better ball. Now, uh, do I think that's sacrilegious to say to the kookaburra? Yes. Yes, I do. Because as a proud Australian, I'll always back my native animals. (laughs) Okay? Your native balls. And if you think I'm backing a juke... A foreign ball over our
0: native balls...
1: ...who is represented by a native animal in the kookaburra, then you've lost your fucking mind. You've lost your fucking mind. But there are people out there that say that. Um, So it nips around a bit, swings in the air more. What we're doing is we're trying to get as close to... English conditions as possible. Obviously, we live in fucking Australia, but using the ball gets us somewhere close. Now, we're halfway through each of the four-day tests, yes, I suppose right. you'd now, say. Yes, four
0: day, the four-day Sheffield Shield matches. Three or four days. Three, two or three days two, in. Whatever they are. Yep. You know, fucking who cares? But we're playing them right now. And already we've seen some positive results. Curtis Patterson's insatiable appetite for runs continues.
1: He's absolutely stinging. So, as stats man...
0: You are the stats man on the show, Eddie. You- as
1: stats man, I thought I'd just sort of get around a couple of boys that are trying to make their case for a ticket to England. Yes. The most prized ticket in town.
0: Golden ticket, you could say.
1: You could call it a golden ticket. Not too dissimilar to going to Charlie's Chocolate Factory. Correct. Well, not Charlie's, but the ch- y- chocolate factory. You know y- what I mean?
0: Wonka's factory. Yeah. Oompa Loompa stuff. Oompa stuff.
1: So, Patterson, with an absolutely insatiable appetite for runs. Undeniable. 134, if you don't mind.
0: I feel like it's 167. Now, punters and dribblers, do your own research. Eddie said 134 in his research. Mine has shown 167.
1: So, okay.
0: If it is 167,
1: I'd like Fox Sports to update their fucking app. Okay. That's what I'd like. Yeah. And while we're here, just to make sure we are 100% across this, Yeah. I'm going to go to Cricket Australia's app. Curtis Patterson, 134 of 229. Um, Wade. Matt Wade. Yeah. Batting at four this week. Well, that's
0: what they asked of oh, Well,
1: obviously, he's gone to, you know, the powers at B in Victoria.
0: Victoria, Tasmania. Do you research?
1: Do And said, I need to be batting higher up the uh, order. Otherwise, apparently, I'm no fucking shoe-in, even though... You know, it doesn't really matter if you score runs or not. Yeah. You should be in the side. Runs or runs. He's got 77 off 130 out. Now, does that... A buck's tongue. It's a buck's tongue, but I've got to tell you, it doesn't really stack up against some of the other throbbers getting into some real work. Bancroft back playing jig ball stuff he's 138 of 358 <laughs> the downward dog himself the downward dog 138 of 358 yeah that's a fucking patient knock and what and that's what i'm looking for in an opener
0: well that's what we also said of of, of cameron when he came back and spouted all his new age bullshit about you know trying to change his life photos of him do you reckon it's doing pr- the om symbols and shit like do you reckon just,
1: that's all the yoga that's got look, in there it
0: could be but we just asked him to keep the yoga shit out of it and just get runs. If you're getting runs, you get, and like I don't care if you're doing yoga. We've we've said we are big proponents of some of the uh, the the uh, ideals and principles behind yoga. Ready, you and I, big fans of it. Mm. Nothing wrong with yoga, Cameron. But don't come back and talk about how you thought about quitting cricket for yoga. No, you didn't, because that's a fucking lie. That's a lie, and we won't be lied to. No, we, we can see through bullshit. We can see bullshit, in my love. One of our great skills is seeing bullshit, Cameron. So all we asked was. Waiter runs, shut the fuck up, waiter runs. He- now, clearly you've listened. Yes.
1: As many do and as many will. Obviously a fan of the show. So 138 or 358. Patient. I like a patient knock out of an opener. That's what you want from an opener. Take the shine off the nut. We said it earlier in the show: the juke stays harder longer. You need to face nuts. It's a single, it's as simple as that. Face the nuts, swallow the nut.
0: Okay? And score runs for your country. Score runs for your country. Or your state and earn that golden ticket to Oompa Loompa Land. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what we need from you, Cam.
1: We need you in Hupa Oompa Loompa Land scoring runs.
0: So congratulations on coming back. But, but 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 just know this, Cameron. 138 or 350 yards, not, that's not enough. No, you need to go on with it. You
1: need to go on with it. But he
0: did carry no, no, his back.
1: As no, in, as in, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying we need either second innings runs or we need the next four-day match. We need runs. We need we need runs elsewhere. One
0: century does not wipe away uh, one, the hurt of the last year, Cameron.
1: One century does not equal Oompa Loompa Land.
0: No, not even close.
1: Not with how competitive this little list is.
0: Yeah, Exactly. If you want that golden ticket,
1: yeah. bud. You better get up with your ass and, work and get it. to work. Now, Marcus Harris, 95 off 155. Yes. Like that from Marcus.
0: Well, he needed to because he was bed shitting in the Sri Lanka Test series. Oh, he was—he was no good. He wasn't good after a, after a, a proud, a, a stoic Indian performance, a debut Test series where we all sort of, you know, sort of wanted to put our arms around little Marcus Harris and go, "Welcome to the big leagues, bud."
1: Well, look,
0: he then sort of let us down a bit against yeah. Sri Lanka, who were before they went and played South Africa, piles of shit.
1: Piles of poo, yeah. Young poos, trying to be big poos, but still little poos.
0: Swimming in a big toilet bowl.
1: Now, Marcus, look, we'll, we'll forgive him over those two tests, even though I don't know if the selectors will. But coming back and getting ninety-five of one hundred and fifty-five, particularly when Bancroft got to work, yeah, really good sign. Good stuff. And that battle for for top spot really heating up.
0: Well, I mean, you've sort of you got Smoke and Joe, who looks like he may have. He may be in front in the openers race because, obviously, the, the Dark Angel, the mongrel David Warner has got one of those locked up.
1: Oh, he's he's locked up 100%. Then you've got other
0: Burns, bangers, or little Marcus Harris.
1: Little Marcus who could. Now, Joe Burns, in his first dig for Queensland, he got 60 off 86 This is Joe.
0: Okay. Again, not bad. Not bad. Contributing. That's okay.
1: That's okay. That's that's fine. But in the second dig, having heard about the exploits of his competition Bangers and Little Marcus. Sixty unbeaten off seventy nine nuts.
0: Oh, see, this is too So he's getting into a bit of a swallowing session himself. He's swallowing some nuts as well. It's all about your ability to swallow nuts. That's right.
1: As an opener, if you're not swallowing bulk nut, then fuck off.
0: Yeah. So you gotta have a gut. You're a spitter.
1: You and we don't we don't do spitters. Not at the top of the order Eddie. Not bro. at the top of the that's I mean that's six, seven, eight six, beyond. Six seven stuff.
0: spit spitville, you know what I mean? I yeah. can I can see you spitting.
1: But if you wanna if you want to bat in that top half, that tippy top.
0: You swallow nuts. <laughs> gut full of nuts.
1: Simple as that. Simple as that. Now you might say to yourself, that's a weird analogy, but if you actually think about it, swallowers have got stones. <laughs> <laughs> And we need men with stones leading us into battle. It's as simple as that.
0: <laughs> yeah, we need swallowers. We need a fucking couple of real stoic swallowers at the top of the order.
1: Now, oh Nick Maddenson. Do you remember Nick? The boy who tried but couldn't?
0: <laughs> yes. The ill fated Nick Maddenson. Got his arm broken recently by someone. He's back. Nick's back. What did he get? One oh eight off
1: one sixty nine. Oh, like
0: that. Nick batting what for New South? Oh, is he down in Victoria now? I believe. Nick, I think he is.
1: Nick. Yeah, he is. He was batting at four. Was Nick? So that's he's right in the he's right in the business. He's in the, right he's, in the uh, he's in the work seat.
0: But yeah, he's probably not gonna get there. But I mean, <laughs> like, yeah, you're there. No, look, like you know what? It's good to just have throbbers getting run. No, but that's what I mean. Pushing each other along. Trying to get them golden ticks.
1: Trying to umpa loompa land. Man. Now, Head, Travis Head. Trav? He's fighting for a spot on the
0: plane. Well, he looks like he's there.
1: No, but I know. But look, if he goes on a shocker, but- doesn't score runs, you start to ask questions. Now, when the boys are showing up, doing some serious nut swallowing and scoring fucking runs for their states, I mean, it, it gets interesting, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Now head fifty off one oh three. That's okay. That's all right. That's okay.
0: What's he? Is he opening for Adelaide? No, surely not.
1: Is he playing for
0: Adelaide? Yeah, he's an Adelaide. He's a skipper even of Adelaide. Again, Dior, but I think so.
1: Yeah. Uh, fifty. He's batting at four, but he's twenty one of forty seven unbeaten. Second in, in the innings. second dig. So I mean, look he's... a
0: fifty. A fifty is is uh, like the the least you were, I would have allowed from him. You know what I mean? All these boys seem to be getting some runs. Uh, and then one more ton.
1: Charlie Wackham got 160 off 333. Three, three. Just a special side note for Charlie Wackham. Yeah. Um, I don't know who the fuck you are, no, bro.
0: No, 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 no. Don't know who you are, Charlie. Again, not a household name. He's a Ben Dunk sort of a player. Mm. Uh, so, look. But they're exciting numbers, Eddie. They're far more exciting look, than I even realized they They're exciting numbers.
1: And as an Australian staring down the barrel of the most important. Winter in living memory. It buoys me somewhat.
0: But that's cricket. I don't think there's anything else. What have we learned here today? If you're an opener, you've got to be able to... Swallow nut. Now, Eddie, story caught my eye. Again, February. Um, I couldn't help but be drawn to it. Now, obviously, friend of the show, Todd Carney. Um... Some news came out of Todd. Obviously, we know how Todd is. Todd Todd Carney's story, uh, no longer in the NRL, for a litany of off-field.
1: Been playing in Byron Bay.
0: Captain coach of the Byron Bay Red Devils. Mm. Have heard rumours that that may not be going on anymore, but rumours, they remain, so who knows. We'll, again, keep our wandering eye on that story. But he's been interviewed this week, and I just thought it was an interesting... Story. Todd Carney left permanently scarred over the bubbler incident.
1: He's As in, he's dif- he's disfigured the inside of his mouth.
0: Well, see, now I was I was seeing this. I'm going, was his piss so hot, both temperature wise and through, you consumption know, consumption of illicit. Well, whether it's substance based or whether it's just from maybe you know the sexual exploits of a man with a lot of money and seemingly zero regard for anything. Who knows what's going on down there, right? Mm. But, Dior. But no, it's not disfigured from the heat of the urine or the diseases which may reside within his u- urinal tract. Yeah, sure. Urinal tract? That's fine. He's now just nervous to pee in public. What, he's now a stall guy? <laughs> he's, just, he's a stalwart. So after after being so public with his urination to the point where he would actually piss in his own face... <laughs> at he, the urinal. At the urinal, he is now actually nervous of using bathrooms in public places altogether.
1: Bathrooms in general or urinals?
0: Well, public bathrooms, which is urinals.
1: But there's stalls in public... No,
0: he's cool with stalls because I think stalls, you can sort of close yourself off from the world, whereas mm. at a urinal...
1: Oh, it's very public.
0: So Todd has said, I just don't understand, and this is all This is all stems again from the bubbler incident mm. as to where his fear of, of public toilets comes from. Mm. I just don't understand why people are so fascinated about it. I know it was stupid and I'll live with it for the rest of my life. Correct. Now, this is where maybe... People try to do it next to me in the toilets. <laughs> Well
1: that's why he hates it because there's piss flying around and yeah. he fucking gets drenched every time he leaves. Right, the Jack
0: White and vibes,
1: but there's just yes. piss going everywhere.
0: Yeah, but not self
1: not self-dosed. No,
0: exactly. I guess it's probably I would be far less concerned about having my own piss on myself than someone else's some random dribbler at the pub
1: mm, who's had 50 rums.
0: People try and do it next to me in the toilets. I actually sometimes get nervous to go to the toilet just in case there's a big crowd in there.
1: And what, everyone just starts doing it.
0: Everyone just starts fucking trying to bubbler with Todd. <laughs> now, I, I mean, look, in all fairness to him, that would become a bit of a pain in the ass.
1: Mate, who the fuck wants to get pissed on every time they have to go to a public <laughs> urinal? That would be an absolute nightmare. You'd have to carry a little plastic bag around with you with spare champs. Or like a poncho. A poncho. He'd you know those ones you, yeah, yeah, the the ones, ones you... get festival poncho. festival poncho.
0: Just whack that on, have a little slit in the Call plant. it the pisser. The pisser. Or the bubbler something.
1: Sure. Look, not sure on the name, but you get the vibe, <laughs> yeah. surely.
0: Surely you understand where we're coming from, Punish Dribblers. We just got to... Ch- well, is that the... But I mean, is that the
1: secret? Is that the secret to success here for, for Todd? Because obviously... Not using a public bathroom is going to, at some point, become an issue for you. Correct. I'd have thought.
0: You have to be able to sort of try and find a workable solution to this problem. And
1: the poncho seems to me like a very affordable, yet very effective way of preventing yourself from becoming drenched in other men's urine.
0: Yes. And... Or co- does he start using the effective? ladies? Well, now there's some probably some legal ramifications you can run into there, but... Cost effective, the, 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 the pisser, the piss poncho, whatever you want to call it. Are they single use? I guess if you're getting pissed on, you don't want to reuse that. You probably just want to, it's it's, it's probably a single use, much like a condom.
1: No, I think you just take it off and fold it up and put it back in your pocket.
0: Don't, you don't want to do you rinse it off, you know, under the oh, tap? Oh, well, then or... rinse it under
1: the tap, sure. I mean, there's a million things you can do. Yeah. There's a million things you can do. So do I feel, I mean, look, do I feel sorry for Todd? Sure. Sure. Do do I feel do I feel for his for his mental scarring? Yes. But I think that we've just come up for a very workable solution yeah. to Todd's problems. And if Todd wants to give us a call or take take our advice on board, he's free to. Absolutely. I mean, we're here to solve issues, not create them, Tom. Yeah. That's been our motto since the day we started this podcast. Solve issues. Solving issues and representing the punter and the dribbler. That's what we do. Correct. So Todd, I think you need a man up. Reach out. Reach out, man up, and buy the buy the poncho.
0: Hello Sport, piss ponchos will be uh, sold at our online store. Now, I don't know if you realize this, punters, dribblers, uh, anyone following our Instagram at Hello Sport Podcast. You at the weekend were down in um, for the Secret Garden Festival.
1: Punters and dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day. Bang, Rosé on there, code Manly, 50 bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. But we love the punter and we love the dribbler. And we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that yeah. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. will not you? Yeah.
0: Now, did you know that you were posting videos onto the Hello Sport account?
1: I didn't realise till the next day. Didn't realise. I thought to myself, where are those videos of Max? Max is a loyal listener. Yes. Uh, Shout out to Max. Shout out to Maximus Aurelius Downs uh, who kindly had us all to his farm on the weekend for one hell of a party, the last party, the 11th and last, had an absolute giggle. Yes. I had a giggle time. Oh,
0: mate, it looked like it.
1: And I woke up the next morning and I thought, where are those hilarious videos of Max that may not be good, but I thought they were at the time. Yes. Okay. Max getting into some serious work. Looked on my Instagram, couldn't find them. Went onto Hello Sports Instagram and saw that there was some stories, there and I thought, "What's Tom put up? Tom generally puts up the stories, and it was Max.
0: It was Max working and hard, and you singing your ass off to Max yeah. dancing in like what was a super flamboyant uh, get up from Max. He looked every bit uh, a Hello Sport listener.
1: Oh, he looked every bit a Hello Sport listener, and I said to myself, I actually went to the story and pressed, like, opened up the settings or like the option to delete it and i thought to myself there is no way i'm deleting a man in the throes of passion enjoying what was the last festival on his farm i'm not going to take regarding. that away. i'm not going to take that away from the punner no the dribbler and the punner and the pub punner and the dribbler they they had like having fun like the rest of us Correct. okay and i felt like they would would revel in footage of a man having the time of his young life yeah so I left it up.
0: You left it. And I left it as well. I thought, no. They need to see this. Mm. They need to see this. Yeah. So Max, that was for you, buddy. Shout out to uh you, the Secret Garden Festival.
1: I would that's a that's a thank you from Hello Sport to you.
0: Correct. Although I was never invited, but thank you, Max.
1: He was invited, but he's such a fat, sweaty lad that he refused to come. <laughs> Given out a lot this week. Now, this light is going to the coach of Chelsea FC. Chelsea were involved in the English Football League uh, final, cup final over the over the weekend, last night, as it were, um, playing Man City. Now, in the dying minutes of extra time, Maurizio Sarri, the coach of Chelsea, has gone to p- uh, pull off his... He's star keeper, Kepa Arizabalaga. Do your own research on pronunciation. It's not my forte. I'm not European. I'm Australian. And I'll say it how I fucking want. Okay?
0: Yeah, okay. I mean, it's a little aggressive, but sure.
1: Sure. Now, Sari has gone to pull Kepa off in the dying minutes of extra time because he's fucked. He's played, you know, 90 minutes plus 30 minutes, 150 minutes of football.
0: 90 plus plus is- 30s.
1: 120. 120 two hours of football you know what i mean hmm. thanks that's all right uh, <laughs> <laughs> big weekend huge scrambled <laughs> um goes to pull him off because the other keeper that he wanted to bring on uh has played against he played he used to play for man city right mm-hmm. and hell of a fucking penalties keeper can keep out a penalty right and he obviously felt like would have rattled the man city boys facing uh one of their an old keeper who they had know. who they know can save penalties right but big Kepa wasn't having a fucking bar of it so when saris tried to bring him off he's like nah
0: what what do you mean no
1: he goes i'm not coming off
0: how is how does that work
1: he just goes he just start, he just put his hand up he's like nah and nah.
0: then how'd they go
1: and he stayed on and they lost. Oh,
0: Jesus! <laughs> Four
1: Christ. three. So to Sari, who has clearly lost all respect from his players. So this is
0: the coach here. Yeah.
1: You can have a light for being such a beater.
0: And out like
1: just You you got fucking humiliated on a global scale. <laughs> a global scale. You try to bring your keeper off and he said, nah, bruh. You got narbraged. You got Narbra. <laughs> oh,
0: Jesus Christ, you got nabrad by one of your own players. <laughs> That's horrible, dude. That's the last thing you want as a
1: coach. Look, I know you're dejected. I know you're down in the dumps. I know you're probably going to get sacked, but you get
0: the light, bro. You got to. You got to. Because you, you, you got get, nah, bro. You got absolutely bitched by your keeper. And let it be known, punished dribblers, your keeper's kind of a bitch anyway, aren't they? Like, of all the players to be bitched by, if it was like a Ronaldo, your striker, a big dick swinger, a throbber, an out and out throb. But if the keeper's starting to give you a lip, like that's when.
1: Mate, what's the fucking striker going to do if you tell him to come up? he run over there and kick you in the nuts. (laughs) You're getting beaded by your keeper. Dear God, what hope have you got?
0: You've got no hope. It's time to go.
1: It's time to go and it's it's time to start self-reflecting and there's no better time to self-reflect than when you're having a lot.
0: Yeah, having a lot. Because you go, how did I get here? What have I done? And you're unemployed.
1: How have I earned this lot? What have I done and how would I do things differently? What mistakes have I made in my life? What directions have I taken? What steps have I taken to...
0: Find myself in the Find position myself where here I would be. sucking
1: on a light, having been garbed on a global scale, and I'm now jobless and friendless. So, and dickless.
0: So <laughs> dickless, dude. Seriously dickless. If you get narbrad on that level, your dick goes.
1: <laughs> goes into your body. It
0: goes into your body. It retract your dick's so embarrassed.
1: Mm, it goes, I'm out of here. I'm out. Bro. It either falls off and wriggles away, or it goes <laughs> up into your stomach. <laughs> I I would say Much like hibernate much
0: like a hibernating bear. Well, I wonder the the, the more severe the nabra. Like it sort of depends on you know what your dick will do because if it's a severe nabra I think your dick drops off wriggles away tries yeah. to find an alpha yeah. to attach itself to
1: <laughs> goes for the first alpha it finds <laughs> it
0: just crawls up and attaches itself to that alpha and or, just makes their dick big yeah it, it,
1: it's not two dick stuff that's no, fucking no, that's ridiculous just... have you ever seen someone with two dicks no, I haven't I've have never... I seen someone with a huge throbber yes, yes I have and
0: that's because it's been taken from a beta who's <laughs> lost it due to a global nabra. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy that light bruh. so for anyone who's been listening the last couple of weeks eddie's obviously been complaining faking alleging some serious hamstring injuries and then following up playing his touch football the next week, and then the injury is still there, but then he manages to play the next week. He's made it's it... Called playing, it's called playing injured. It's called playing injured, yes. Yeah. Happens all the time. Or being full of shit. Happens all the time. Now he's made Happens to elite athletes. And he's made it all Not the... fat fuck. <laughs> he's made it all the way to the grand final, and we've got to update the punter and the dribbler. Yeah. How'd you go?
1: Um, how does champions sound? Oh,
0: you How the, does you, champions you won.
1: sound? How does that sound? We've got a Punters, the
0: podcast. <laughs>
1: You've got a champion. You're listening to a champion. Uh, the Bucs, Slippery Bucks, Division champions, uh, Three 2 champions, 3-2. Unbelievable game. So, we've always said that the Bucks play better in the wet. Right. right. So, as I was walking to my car to drive to the field, started drizzling. And I knew at that point... Good omen. ...that the Aus Tag gods, Tom, they were on our side. Right. Because... As soon as it rained, I took it as a sign. Yeah. I know the boys took it as a sign. Don't know if the opposition did, but I think deep down, they knew that the Bucks loved the wet as well. The Bucks
0: loved the wet. And and how did the hammy pull up?
1: So, look, I'm just setting the scene, mate. <laughs> so, get there, warm up, a lot of nervous energy, a lot of nervous energy because it's the Div 2 final. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, goes with the territory. Yep. So to say. Yeah, so to yeah. Speak.
0: Emotions running hot. Emotions running hot.
1: A uh, c- few boys went a bit mute, you know, weren't sure how to what to make of the the energy.
0: Did you listen to music before the game? Uh,
1: look, yeah, a bit of pump up music, uh, just to get the boys amped and ready. Heart then we um, then we got in a circle and threw the footy around um, just to get the you get your hands ready to moist football.
0: Yeah, you know? yeah, use the conditions. That's
1: right. I I went for a bit of a run just to stretch the hammy out, felt okay. Felt okay Yeah But obviously You had some awareness I had some awareness there Okay It was a big moment And I was hypersensitive To how my body was Was settling into what would be The game of my life
0: Yeah Right The game of your life Well The
1: Yes Probably not the game of my life <laughs> So to, as In terms of what I, How I play Yeah
0: like contribution wise Probably but not certain,
1: But certainly The biggest moment of my
0: uh, life. Yeah right, The biggest stage you've The ever biggest been stage on. I've ever been right. on Right
1: This is Div 2 Yeah Oz tag
0: do you remember the name of the team you're up against?
1: Yeah, Wave Cows.
0: Wave Cows. Odd name. Very odd. But, I mean, hey, it doesn't matter. Fuck it. I gets mean, you to the dance. Look, the name doesn't get you to the dance, sorry. It
1: doesn't. It's how you play. Yeah. Um, so we have the f- the just the fucking absolute rip snorter of an opening 20. Uh, the first 20-minute half, just phenomenal. Didn't miss a tag. The boys went up 3-0. Oh. So you couldn't have asked for a better half, really. But did you put the cue on the rack a little bit? I don't. I'm not going to say we threw the cue in the rack. I'm not going to say that. We went to the half feeling good. The boys were fucking pumped up, and the other side, the wave cows, were a little dejected. Yeah. So I knew then that we were we were every chance. But also in sport, if you if you if you've hung around sport as long as we have, Tom. Yeah. You know that things can go bad quickly. Very quickly. And the wave cows clearly believing in miracles. Yep. And, again, the rain, the situation, fading light. Yeah, There was right. a lot. It, it was sort of setting up for a drama-filled ending. Parallels you know what I mean? to
0: Nadal, Federer, it Wimbledon.
1: It felt very 2008. <laughs> I've, it's, it, look, I'm not going to lie to the punter and the dribble It crossed my mind. Yeah, right. Is this my Federer-Nadal moment? <laughs> Is this, am I Nadal or am I Federer?
0: Which you um, you got to be one of them
1: got to be one of them Nadal won it for the for the dribbler who doesn't know their fucking history for the uninformed history. dribbler yeah yeah but I, I wasn't sure at that point who I'd be felt like Nadal wasn't sure yeah because Federer fought back in that match as you'll remember wave cows wave cows and they did fight back so uh, I cut our ball can't remember who threw it not um, you I bet it wasn't me no <laughs> I don't throw them, I catch them and go over. okay, Yeah. Right. yeah. As, I, as I said in the semi. Yeah. Um, that sort of let them back into the game. Uh, Ollie, sorry, bro, but Ollie missed the tag. But right. it was a shit pass and so, look, I can't heap too much blame on him.
0: But he did miss the tag.
1: But he did miss the tag. Um, so they go over in the corner and it's fucking, it's high pressure then. And they just kept coming at us. Coming what was at us, the
0: score at this point? 3-1. Three, 3-1. One. Three, one. But
1: they kept coming at us, coming at us, coming at us, coming at us. Boys, weathering storms, weathering storms, weathering storms, right? Under a storm, as it were. Weathering a storm in a storm.
0: <laughs> fading light. Yeah, yeah, fading o- light. Oh wait, in the mind. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: you know, the photographers are down there. I'm, I'm, I'm just picturing it all. You yeah, know? of course. And uh, they go over again, right? With like a minute to play. And I tell you what... We were defending on our line. It was 3-1, and the guy goes, four minutes to play. Longest four minutes of my life. (laughs) Could have sworn, would have sworn, 20 minutes easily. Like, the bloke fucked it completely. There's no way that was four minutes. It was like... 12 sets in between that. He
0: might have been a sleeper for the wave cows. Could have
1: been a sleeper for the wave cows. Maybe wanted to build drama late. I don't know. Maybe he got his numbers wrong. Maybe who knows? He likes a narrative as well. Anyway, though. he loved a narrative. So they've gone over the minute to play, and I was like, holy fuck. This is Federer coming back against Nadal. But wait, I'm Nadal. I then remembered that I was Nadal. Yeah. So they're under the pump, they've got one more play, the Hooter goes, they kick it, we regain champions. They kicked it. Well, because it was the last play. And if you get, uh, if you get tagged, then game over, over. Red Rover. senor. Yeah. So they've put a kick in. Fucking awful. Dog shit kick. Um, Scotty Rumble jumped on the ball. And then, you know, bedlam ensued. You know, right. so it was a it was a great moment. Congratulations to the Bucks Div two to champs. The, to um, I'll be wearing my jumper when I get it, champion jumper.
0: You guys getting champion jumpers? Yeah, we are getting champion
1: jumpers, which we're all thrilled about. Yeah, uh, we thought it was a thousand dollars, so we're not as thrilled as if it was a thousand dollars.
0: What is it actually? Oh, you get jumpers, but it's, but I was we were told going
1: to the game that it's a thousand dollars. I thought you which you can were, have a bit of a giggle with.
0: I thought you were just going to get a thousand dollars. I thought you were just going to get jumpers made yourselves, which wasn't as cool to me.
1: That's so lame. Yeah. No, okay. I thought the prize was a thousand, but we're getting jumpers instead. Anyway, moral of the story is don't give up on your dreams. <laughs>
0: yeah. Right.
1: Okay. Yep. And play through pain. Play
0: through pain. If you
1: made a granite. How'd the hammies go? It was sore.
0: It was sore. It was sore. It because it's
1: of- it's so fucking it's very like side to side, back and forth, jarring movements, and it's the just it's working. It's just not up to. You know, it's not a hundred percent. You it had your way. Cooper
0: Crank I played you through pain. Didn't contribute at all to the game, but just being there was like enough for the being day. there,
1: inspiring the lads, yeah. getting around the boys, making tags when I had to, did just nothing. like Cooper made yeah. tackles when he had to. Yeah,
0: did nothing essentially. Threw a little, couple of little nuts. Largely a passenger.
1: I would there... have given my performance eight out of ten.
0: Eight out of ten.
1: Given the pain I was in.
0: Right. So if the pain was an eight out of ten. Your performance maybe what a four.
1: Look, look. Didn't make any mistakes. Played my role.
0: Eddie, when it comes to VBs, sometimes they're, we're giving them out to sports stars. Sometimes we're giving them out to fucking punters and dribblers.
1: Sometimes you, horses. Sometimes horses. Sometimes, sometimes horse. equine queens.
0: Yes, exactly. No equine queens this week. No sports stars this week. The VB this week is going to one of the great punter dribblers that we've had the uh, the privilege of coming in contact with, and that's Alex Ironside. We spoke about him last week. He'd, he'd sent us through some shit. Promising to you know make a, a pipe layer of the week trophy in an homage to Big Papi himself.
1: And if you've been in this industry as long as we have, when you've been as top atop the heap as long as we have, you know that some people from time to time are full of hot air. Correct. Not this time.
0: No, we 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 made it. We made it known that if if he was serious about trying to earn a baggy green, then we'd need a certain standard of trophy to be built for us. We
1: said. Preferably brass, not plastic.
0: We needed a plaque. That's essentially it. All other artistic direction up to you. He's sent through, again, if you haven't seen it, head to our Instagram at Hello Sport Podcast to see the finished product. It's en route, I believe, in the mail, and he's absolutely owned himself a baggy green. But to go with that baggy green, because this was such a creative contribution, Eddie, mm. I feel it only appropriate that we also bestow a VB upon... Mr. Ironside.
1: I think that's absolutely fair and just. Given the slow work week, sporting week we've had, I think Alex is absolutely worthy of a, of a, of a VB. Now, does his name... And, but he has to have it. Just know that he's got to have it whilst wearing his baggy green. Correct.
0: Correct. Now,
1: does he... Not a moment sooner than No,
0: no, no. Does he... Get some sort of does his name somehow become incorporated into the trophy? In terms of now, just go with me here. I'm not saying this is it because it can be workshopped, it could be completely cut out. But something like the Alex Ironside Memorial Big Poppy Pipe Layer of the Week trophy.
1: So the award is Pipe Layer of the Week,
0: Big Poppy Pipe Layer of the Week,
1: or is it just Pipe Layer of the Week or Big Poppy Pipe Layer well, of the Week? Well, it's
0: in honor of Big Poppy.
1: Pipe layer of the week in honour of Big Papi.
0: Well, see, I feel like it might be the Alex Ironside Memorial, even though he's not dead.
1: But no, but that's dead. no, but that's the you win the you win the Alex Ironside Memorial trophy
0: for Big Papi Pipe layer of the week. Yes,
1: that's the name of the trophy.
0: The, is is the Big Papi Pipe layer of the week trophy?
1: No is the In Memoriam of Alex so Ironside.
0: The Alex Ironside Memorial Trophy. Yeah. And it is presented to yes the Big party Pipe in of the, the week. week. How's that sound? I like that. I, I think that's workable. The Ironside Memorial Trophy or the Alex Ironside Memorial Trophy?
1: Ironside, maybe?
0: I think maybe the Ironside Memorial Trophy. And,
1: he, and you've won the Ironside for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's
0: the Ironside.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that.
0: Well, there you go. There you go. You know what I mean? Sometimes when you just reach out into the universe and just and just grab a little fucking piece of the stars, sometimes you never know what you're going to come up with. You know what I mean? Like, but
1: you got to grab at the stars. That's it. You got to reach for the moon, and if you miss, you'll
0: land on a star.
1: On land on a star, which is obviously complete bullshit. But but you know what we mean?
0: Obviously, because the moon is far closer than any star. That's right. So that's actually not possible.
1: Far far closer. Yes. So, if you were to miss the moon, you would just float back to Earth, probably.
0: Or die.
1: Oh, or, or you'd, you'd die, I suppose, because you wouldn't be able to breathe. No. And you're three days away at rocket
0: speed. So, you've got to consider that. Now, that aside, VB to you, Alex Ironside, the Ironside Memorial trophy in your name for Big Puppy Pipe Layer of the Week. Once we get it, we'll start handing it out. Won't be handing
1: it out every week, no. not unless someone earns it, much like the VB.
0: But it's absolutely still the like it's still called the Pipe Layer of the Week. Of course it's it is. just not a weekly trophy unless someone's earned it. It
1: could be a weekly trophy if people stand up and lay pipe.
0: Um, well, that's the podcast of the week. <laughs> that's it, baby. Been a ripper. Um, once again, thank you to baggycaps.com. They are the ones that have made the glorious Baggy Greens. The one that is en route to Mr. Iron's side for making us the trophy,
1: the Dreamweavers. The
0: Dreamweavers made it possible for us to wear dreams on our head. The hell baggy green. Now, do remember Punish Dribbles. There are, I think, maybe two, maybe three baggy greens left. I think two, but again, I don't know. That's research I will have to do myself. But there's no rush. We're not trying to just throw them out the door. You've got till you know the ashes to try and secure yourself one of these. As, you, as you've heard, Ironside made his fucking Pipe Layer of the Week trophy. Uh, old mate Sam Hiles sent over a fucking signed Shane Warne book from London, as well as, apparently, a bottle of Conor McGregor's uh, Proper 12 whiskey. Mm. Mm. So there's things you can do. Oh, there's things you
1: can do. But you've got to think outside the box, because I give you the hot tip, the Ironside trophy...
0: Is one of the greats. It's
1: one of the great things. Now, if you could top that... You'd be getting a green.
0: Without a doubt. Without a doubt, because Ironside's got a green. It's on the way to his house. Um, so thanks again to baggycaps.com. Go check them out. They've got very cool options for baggy greens.
1: Mm. Not necessarily baggy greens, they could be any colour. Well,
0: any coloured cricket hat, baggycaps. Baggycaps.com. Mm. Check them out. At Hello Sport Podcast on Instagram for all of the world's greatest content. And keep in touch. You so you know when podcasts go up. Like and subscribe five stars wherever you get your podcasts. Leave a comment if you do so. Choose. Make sure you go and check out our chat with the Patuto advocate. We went and went. We uh, we broke down all the NRL off season scandals. It was a hoot. It was a hoot. Clancy and Errol, friends of the show. Thanks for having us. Until next week, punters, dribblers. Farewell
1: and look after each other. Could you two just not talk anymore?